Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Katie Hegvid. She's the founder of Bootcamps for Change, and she's also a TEDx speaker and an awesome person all around. <laughs> Katie, thanks so much for being on our podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much for reaching out. I'm a huge admirer of your work, so I'm very grateful to be here today. So I'll just um, comment that literally I, I've done this podcast <laughs> the last two years, and I think you're like the 300 and something podcast, and you're literally the first person, as we were talking prior to the podcast, that mentioned, Christopher, I love the work you do with homeless youth, and I created this homeless youth program, the largest shelter of its kind in the U.S., where we teach and mentor homeless kids. And so I was saying to Katie that I'm like, wow, you're actually the first person to ever mention that ever in the whole podcast. <laughs> Everyone is I can't believe that. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, as I said to you, Katie, like my platform in life is entrepreneurship, but my purpose in life is education. And with these kids right now is for that. So it's just interesting you mentioned that because it really is, it's so important that beyond the money and the profit, if you don't have a real deep purpose beyond that, I really don't see why we're even here, frankly. That's just my own personal opinion. So Katie, for you, why are you so passionate? So what is this boot camp for change? Yeah, absolutely. I'll try to make this short and sweet. So we facilitate in-shelter fitness programs for youth experiencing homelessness. So I know that you work with a range of ages, but we only work with youth. So 16 to 24 here in Toronto, and then 16 to 29 in Thunder Bay. But then where I think our work really aligns, your work and mine, is we also have a scholarship program where we pay for homeless youth to become certified personal trainers. We hire them internally in the organization and we connect them with local job and mentorship opportunities. So similar to you, uh, we see education as a stepping stone to allowing youth to secure meaningful employment and then also dismantle those harmful stereotypes as well. That's amazing. And so is it a, a for-profit or non-profit organization? So Bootcamps for Change is a for-profit social enterprise. And then Sweatier for the Better is our non-profit arm. Wait, say that second one again? Sweatier for the Better? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's our hashtag and the name of our scholarship. It's called Sweatier for the Better. Nice. And uh, yeah, because we're saying we're getting sweaty, but then we're also making a difference. So we're for the better. <laughs> no, no, that's great. I mean, let's, let's dive into these stereotypes because frankly, again, you're literally the first person I've ever talked to about <laughs> this homeless youth program. But it's important because again, the whole point of this podcast is to share stories to inspire the world, right? And right. one stereotype, well, I, I'm not going to get into it because I already know, but you tell us, tell the listeners, what are some of the stereotypes that people have of a person that might be homeless, especially teens or, or students or kids? So the reality, so I'll dive into the reality first. The reality is a lot of youth experiencing homelessness are fleeing from some sort of abuse, just like you touched on. Uh, it could be emotional abuse. It could be physical abuse. It could be sexual abuse. So they're fleeing something that's happening at home and we're allowing them to secure employment to dismantle that lazy stereotype. I'm sure you've heard it all before. Uh, you work in Skid Row, but you know, lazy, bum, as well as addict. So the majority of youth that we serve are clean, but if they aren't, those who don't understand their circumstances and don't understand why someone may stumble into homelessness will say, just stop. But it's not that simple. Like 
There was a study done. Uh, I recently, I actually just found about this study uh, a few days ago in Birmingham, UK. They haven't replicated it in North America yet, but literally one third of the addictions essentially went away when people got safe housing. So if we look at it like that, they're actually using substance just to cope with the horrors of their lives, uh, of their lives, sorry. So homelessness is the problem that's causing the addictive behavior. And right now, and this is related to your program as well, and I'm sure you've seen it, uh, you mentioned, you know, your program is uh, one of the only ones offering the life skills. We like to design a system that you go in step one and then you go out step 12 with education as one of them, life skills as one of them, and hopefully we can get you back on stable footing. So systematically, we can design interventions that work 80% of the time, but we still have to meet people where you're at. And I think that's what's really unique about my program and your program, because we're dismantling those stereotypes that they're lost causes. Yeah. Yeah, I want to stress that because, again, I started this program 10 years ago. We had <laughs> over 350 mentors from 37 countries, including Navy SEALs and Olympians and Buzz Aldrin, the astronaut, or even Elon Musk. And, and a lot of people, when they go in there, they're always shocked. But it's like how I was shocked. And I don't know if you, you feel the same way, Katie, where like, I remember meeting a woman named Jasmine. She's a young woman. She's 13. And she said from the age of 6 to 13, she's been chronically homeless. And that's like yeah. the first week I was there. And it just shocked me to wow. know this young woman who I've never met before, but for her to put chronic and homeless in one sentence, it just really shocked me. And that's just, again, the first week of the last 10 years. And that's why I'm so passionate about that. So for, for you, Katie, tell us, I love the fact that you did a more of the social enterprise aspect. So tell us why you chose that relative to your path to affect change with these individuals. Uh, so I've been working in charities for well 10 years I actually started working with youth experiencing homelessness when I was 12 and I've seen the red tape that charities uh, unfortunately deal with when trying to get funding so I didn't want to have to rely on government grants so I went with a social enterprise and nonprofit model similar to me to we or habitat for humanity so that we could create a sustainable uh, source of revenue so that we could sustain and eventually scale our program. So right now we are in uh, two cities currently, but we've ran in four and I am planning on building in the States. So I didn't want to have to rely on government grants forever. So that's why I went with the uh, social enterprise model. However, I should stress that, you know, there are many paths to money. Uh, different organizations may uh, be completely for-profit. They may be a hybrid model like mine where they have a nonprofit arm and a for-profit business. But I'd say as long as you are mission-driven and not profit-motivated, you can still really create incredible change while also um, creating a sustainable program that can hopefully be replicated in other spots. So you can impact the most number of people in the most meaningful way. So we don't just wanna to touch youth lives, similar to you, we wanna change their lives. Uh, we can provide youth with shelter and food and water forever, but at the end of the day, if we take away those interventions, the youth are gonna be in the exact same place as they were before the interventions. So similar to you, we actually wanna change their lives so that hopefully they won't need to use these interventions in the first place, and then our dream and what we're really trying to build is we want youth experiencing homelessness that have gone through our program 
to give back to us, sit on our board of directors and give back to youth experiencing homelessness and let them know it is possible. When you see someone, I talk about, so you, you mentioned I was a TEDx speaker and what I talked about in my TED talk is self-efficacy. So when you see someone similar to yourself, like, the, like a youth experiencing homelessness, someone who's actually teaching these kids fitness and you've seen them succeed and get out of homelessness, it just inspires that youth that they too can achieve success. Absolutely. And Katie, what inspired you to even focus on that demographic? So I have, I, I am a little bit of a unique situation. I had a family friend, I'm originally from London, Ontario, suggest that I volunteer in a homeless shelter uh, when I was 12 years old. And we talked about, we touched on stereotypes, even at 12 years old, I had preconceived notions about what I was going to see, alcohol, drugs, physical violence, but just like what you said, when you met Jasmine, like those stereotypes were completely dismantled the second I went in. And then it was kind of, I made it my mission to not only dismantle those stereotypes, but also give work because I think work and self and you're able to become a self-sustaining member of society work is a sense of pride and work is a sense of joy for these youth and it just dismantles those harmful stereotypes that just they perpetrate self-stigmatization i'm sure you've seen it as well oh yeah like i said I, this as i mentioned earlier in the call is a near and dear cause to my heart but again i i really appreciate what you're doing and it's also a great example for all of us to, to lead by, because like I said, all of us can do more for those that have less. And I really, really, really believe in that. Most people that I meet sometimes say, oh, wow, Christopher, it's great you're doing that work. I'm like, yeah, but you don't need to be loaded. You don't need to be a billionaire or yeah. even a millionaire. It's just about, I always say it, can you volunteer one hour of your time each week? Because that's literally less than 1% of your time for the week. So that's how you first start changing and you'll be in, massively inspired to know that that 1% of your time volunteering will affect 99% of your life overall. So Katie, thanks so much for being on our podcast today. How can our guests learn more about you and support your cause? Yeah, absolutely. So feel free to add me on LinkedIn, reach out anytime and check us out on LinkedIn and Instagram. It's boot camps for change and it's a plural boot camps. <laughs> so there's an S at the end of boot camps. We often have people uh, reach out to me and they think it's boot camp with, with no S, but it's boot camps for change. Great. Thanks so much for your time, Katie. Keep doing the awesome work you're doing. You as well. Don't stop. Ten years strong. <laughs>